much help. Oh, he doesn't need any help. How about that? It's a happy ending for Scotland for a change. The time has come. And he's found across Al Robson Cano. He's turned brilliantly. What a goal that is. Deli Alley, Daniel Sturridge. Sturridge scores. It's over. It is over. Greece are the champions of Europe. The ultimate outsiders. And here's Gascoigne. Brilliant play! Oh! Take a bow! Rooney. He's done it again. Dear Walcott accelerating. Pulled back towards Danny Welbeck! England lead again! Trezeguet is waiting in the centre. Trezeguet! France have won the European Championship! The only thing that they have got is the big boy up front, Sigurdsson, who really, Sigthorsson. Oh, oh my word. My oh. Tell us, talk us through that, Steve. I think we know what's happened. We'll talk go us through. Getting bad results, shitting bad results, shitting bad results, shitting bad results. Welcome to Man Marking at Euro 2020. In today's episode, we'll be giving our thoughts on the quite magnificent week of tournament football we've just witnessed. And we'll be looking ahead to those all-important quarterfinals, which will be taking place over the weekend, starting this evening. Big hello to you, the listener. Very happy to have you all with us. Joining me today is the effervescent duo of Ryan Pulford and Anthony Olsen. They're both fizzing at this, both ready, both ready to get their, their thoughts out. We've had a couple of days to decompress. And they're ready. They're ready for you. And to be honest with you, that's what I would normally do to start these episodes is sort of, you know, ask you how you are, see what games you've watched, what have you enjoyed, what have been your highlights of the week. But I think it would be remiss of us not to start by taking a look at the big one on Tuesday. It was Ukraine versus Sweden. There was a lot of blue and yellow involved, wasn't there? Uh, yeah. I'm only taking the piss. We're going to start with England, aren't we? <laughs> we previewed the match. We previewed the match, didn't we? We did. We previewed the hell out of it, and now we're going to review it, lads. We've had two days to kind of decompress, kind of come back down from cloud nine, and now we're sitting waiting for that big quarterfinal tomorrow evening. So I'm going to start with you, Ant. Did Gareth, Gareth Gowgate, did Gareth Southgate get his selection correct? I think all the Gareths got it right. Um, what I, other Gareths were involved? Just all of them. <laughs> um, what a bunch of guys they are, Gareths. Gary's Gareths. Superb. Um, anyway, yeah, he got it completely right, didn't he? Um, just very, you know, when you look back on it and watch it again the other day, it's, um, it's very, very... Did you watch it all back, did you? Yeah, it was very nice. In the cold, cold yeah. light of day. Yeah, a little bit of a tear in my eye. Bloody brilliant. It's taken down a Death Star. <laughs> oh, horrible, aren't they, Germany? That like, um, they're just, it's like They're just so good. They're just horrible. That first 10 minutes or so, I mean, we said that we were watching it together... There was a little bit of nerves in the room. I think the first ten minutes, England were pretty shaky. Do you think that was a there was a bit of nerves involved? Maybe. Well, the defence. Well, Dakin Rice got booked in the first ten minutes. I think well, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, there was a bit of 
I think we all went, why is there so much space in the middle of the park? <laughs> <laughs> it's because they were all over the shop. What do you think, right? Bit of nerves, bit of, bit of, bit of tentative. Yeah, and, you, and you, you're figuring each other out, aren't you? That yeah. first 10 minutes, always going to be someone who, who settles in a little bit better, and I think yeah. Germany did. Um, I think it was more impressive how we recovered from that opening 10 minutes. Um, are we kind of flying into what we thought of the game now? or Yeah. What yeah, do you think? yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I think Rice and Phillips, both on the yellow card in that first half, second half, were just incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And a lot of people have obviously come out and said, oh, I'd like to see us be a bit more adventurous and those type of things. But if you watch Germany in any of the other games, the biggest indication of how well England played was how bad Germany looked would be the biggest compliment because Guzens and Kimmich in the other games have just been flying down those flanks mm. incredibly well and then you just you, you'll look at them and I can't really remember Guzens really being in the game Kimmich made some nice runs or was either offside or the cross didn't come to anything you just look at it going this isn't a bad Germany team I was looking through the team today and I was thinking like Werner and Rudiger have just won the Champions League Havertz as well and Havertz scored in the final last year all the Bayern lads won it yeah. The year before, Cruz won it for like the three years in a row with Madrid. This isn't a bad Germany team, and I just don't buy into that at all. I think it's doing England a massive disservice by yeah. saying it's an average Germany team. I, I agree, and I think it, it, it's what we've often found, I think, with England in tournaments is that we've had really great players, hmm. particularly during the, in air quotes, golden generation. don't know if anyone's ever used that term before, but I'm going to go for it. Um, the golden generation, your Rooney's, your Beckham's, your Gerrard's, your Lampard's, Danny Mills, your Danny Mills, your, your you know your, your your Sinclair's, those players. I think when we had that 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 side, we always had good players, really good players. And you looked through that team. I mean, the, you know, there are often like um, visuals that people will put up on Twitter from like Euro two thousand and four, and you know it'll be Neville and Cole, Campbell, Terry, Ferdinand, Scholes, Gerrard, Beckham, Rooney, Owen, and you think how the did we not win anything during those tournaments? But as you say, Ryan, you look through that Germany team, the players that you've mentioned there, even the players who came off the bench, say it's Gnabry, you yeah. know, um, what's his face? Uh, what's his chops? Uh, Leon Goretzka as well played. Leroy Sane. You think these are elite footballers? Yeah, and I genuinely think Germany's Germany have had better players on the park, man for man, better players. But we were the better team, and that, that's quite rare to see from England, isn't it? Yeah, because England kind of normally do what Germany did, which is rely on uh, like a little bit of individual brilliance or a mistake, and it all comes down to one chance. And that Thomas Muller one is the one; he is the nemesis of England, and he has been for a number of years. And that whole team has been, you know, we think back to 2010; they absolutely cocked us. Yeah, uh, you know we were tired and and, and what have you, and that's all been. Well, we were though. That's all been gone into, uh, hasn't I, I, it? And it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. Yeah, which we have to keep reminding ourselves is the ball yeah. was moving around. It wasn't hot for the other team, only yeah. for our team. <laughs> um, so, you know, you look at them and you go, "Well, you've just played in England." I said, "I think I might have said it." You know, they brought it was it Masaila. Mas- I can't say his name properly. Musiela, Musiela. That's yeah. the one. Brought him on against Hungary. It was just like throwing on like Walcott or Rashford or someone mm. like that or a, or a mm. young Wayne Rooney going, hey, I'll go and get us something because we're stuck here. We don't know what to do. Yeah. And it it looked like that. And you said Gosen's there, right? He didn't, didn't get a kick. No. no. didn't get a kick. That was, that, that Against was the Portugal, I think yeah, he scored, had a goal disallowed and set two up. Yeah. That and was, was the... just in the box constantly. And yeah. I mean, the way we shifted, so Walker would go into midfield and now Trippy would make a back four. 
and then when they were attacking, Walker would press him back, and Trippier would cover around it like tactically to so astute. Yeah. Or or somebody had, you know, Phillips would drop in to the back three or the full back position and let Walker or Trippier or someone yeah. go in midfield five minutes and go and do a bit of running about, just to kind of share the legs around a little bit. Mm. I thought, you know, John Stones is a player who has, for a long long time, been the butt of jokes. To a degree, he came through with Everton. I think people were kind of excited because we were like, "Oh, look, there's an English defender who does Cruyff turns in the box." Isn't that exciting? And then, inevitably, there was a difficult period for him when he made a big move to Man City. You know, he's won. What has he won? Three Premier Leagues since he's been there. Mm. So it's hardly been an unsuccessful time there. And I think, to a degree, there's been a lot of, as I say, a lot of butts, a lot of butts. He's been the butts of lots of jokes. And now he's come back into that team. You know, Maguire coming next to him was brilliant. Walker was good. But I just look at Stones and I think, God, he looks... A bit like Pickford. He's he just, at that age now. He's a bit of maturity. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just looks like... There's, 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 there's Sometimes there's players we see with other countries and we'll come on to, like Switzerland, for example. Granit Xhaka was, was like that the other night. That Sometimes you see players and go, they're so much better for their country than they are for their, their teams. And I'm not saying that's the same here. But they just look like they went, no, someone, we need, someone needs to be responsible here. I might not be that experienced, but I'm more experienced than some of the people around me, so I've got to go and get a grip of this. And that back three, you know, we haven't played at all tournaments, and I know people were very critical of it before kickoff, but it worked the three, didn't it? It was so balanced, the three of them. Well, it's a formation they played for years. Yeah. Well, like, what, 2017 onwards, and they, they're comfortable with it. It's those mm. three players playing it. They're the ones who got to the semi-final. And... It just provides so much more depth because I think England, if they do go to a back four, they can look shaky and they can, you are expecting them to go one-on-one with someone. And I think he actually got it pretty right because I said Werner would start. Mm. And that would be because Germany needs to get out and he did get in a couple of times and they stood up tall and they made the saves. And But that was the reason he was there because he we went, oh, well, we can get at these. And you do fancy getting it at each and every single one of them. But that's the reason he went to that back three to go, no, it's not going to happen today. And have it, might as well not be on the pitch, by the way. I, I know he had that chance, yeah. but was I, it ha- he, he was, was it so... Ha- was him and Cruz, by the way, Cruz rolling around on the floor asking for a free kick was, was one, it, um, one of the nicest things I saw. Was it Kai Havertz who Calvin Phillips went over and steamed into at one point? Just hit, sort of as it went off. Hit him away. off the pitch. Yeah, and then so. he's kind of... Because Trippier was sort of niggling with him and then Phillips came in like a big brother out from the other yeah, side of the schoolyard smashed him took his dinner money and went back into midfield I think that the over like the my memory would be Hummels being the auxiliary forward at the end of the game <laughs> them humping it into the box and going oh let's see if we can nick something and then conceding and you're going what impressed me the most though was if you're any international team you have limited amount of time to work with that team and set them up obviously it happens over years but squads change circumstances change historically some of the big clubs like Germany might have six or seven in the starting lineup for Munich which, which helps them but this England team's quite diverse in who they play for you yeah. there was no real partnerships apart from Maguire and Shaw probably the only partnership at club level on the pitch Stones and Walker Stones and Walker sorry as well yeah um, but as as Anne touched on that back sort of four or five from Pickford to Trippier and then the three centre-halves have played together a lot but the chemistry that was shown was incredible so there's even a point where Maguire pressed but the formation didn't change like Shaw dropped back in and we had a back four yeah. with Walker and then we moved it around and it, they look like a team that instead of having one or two superstars they look like 11 lads pulling in the same direction all following instruction 
taken the instruction on in board, they, they must massively respect Southgate because I've never mm. seen an England team look more together than probably the last World Cup, which was again was under Southgate. It just it you're so proud watching it because it's a way of winning. I've never seen England win before. I've never seen us be this disciplined, this patient, sensible. I'm I'm loving the boring shouts because for me, it, I just I find them funny. Right, I don't think you're boring at all, mate. I, I'll never, <laughs> despite what the listeners say, <laughs> repeatedly like, on email. As we talked about this a few weeks ago. Manmarkingpodcast@gmail.com. <laughs> and said something which has stuck with me since, which was there's nothing more entertaining than winning, and I completely agree because if you're bored for the first seventy-five minutes. What, what what was that? what were we like after the game? I mean, we were on a high for hours. Yeah, it was brilliant. I think there's one thing that's worth remembering as well. You talk about the 2018 World Cup, and you talk about you know you don't get to spend a lot of time with with players and with teams. I think if you look at that England team, apart from Luke Shaw, it's the same back five that we're playing throughout the 2018 World Cup. We've got a completely different midfield, two, and then you, you've got Sterling and Kane up there and then the, the third player would be at Foden or Saka or Grealish is going to be seven. a different one mm. and I think what Southgate has clearly identified is is that the uh, whilst our most exciting players are up front are players who know each other well enough are at the back and it's easier to coach defending than it is to coach attacking it's much harder to coach the the, the sort of rhythms and the movements and the, and the and the plays and the things you know the type of stuff that Liverpool do with that front three where they move people about and the, you know the way that Guardiola coaches at City and getting those things and takes time it takes repetition whereas defenders really particularly ones who know each other and know each other's strengths and weaknesses and that back three as well great ages mm-hmm. this is the age when 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 defenders really start to come into their own the late twenties early thirties they're all three of them are, are either in that zone or are coming into it. I think Southgate is clearly identified. We might have the real, some real weapons up front, but it might be easier for me to just give them a base to work from. And that's that's what he's done. I mean, you saw that with Kane. I mean, how? I mean, we won the game and he scored, but he was really bad, Kane, for a long time. He, he was complete yeah, passenger well, for a long, long time he, in that game. Yeah, he was, and it was quite rightly, you know, that, that chance in the first half, if it's a fully fit Harry Kane or a, or a fully confident Harry Kane, it probably goes in first time, yeah. or certainly a shot at least, to do kind of neither, it was a bit, was a bit disappointing to see, yeah. but, it, you know, as soon as they got near him, and, well, there's a gravitation to Harry Kane, mm-hmm. so when Sterling runs at someone, there's a gravitation to him, and they grew into that and went, hang on, they're a bit scared of him. Yeah, and Sterling recognised that month. They're they're backing off me. They're letting me dribble. They're a bit worried, and I think it's probably because of Hummels in that middle three. Is quite slow. Yeah, which is rich for me to say. <laughs> if anyone knows me, um, I'm nodding for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Harry, saying like a, the moon. There's a lovely picture on 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 Twitter at the moment where the ball goes out left, and Harry Kane is stood there. And there's just so many. There's three people around him, mm. and then it's the same with Grealish. There's three people around him. They're just a gravitation mm. to go. Oh, we're, we're we're in trouble here. We've got players who've got the ability so to go and to so, go and produce a moment, haven't we? So to to say Harry Kane's been poor, yes, by the extremely high standards. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. But I wouldn't have taken him off at any point. I said to you at half time, the lads who were here watching it, I said he'll score in the second half. Yeah. And I, He'll go and score. I just gotta leave those players on. He's. Yeah. We said after the, the the Czech Republic game that he looked a bit sharper. He looked a bit brighter. It looked like he was getting closer to it. And we also said the thing with Kane is all he needs is one to go in, mm-hmm. and he'll just feel like a different player. And the movement's good. 
Movement's fantastic yeah. in yeah, that yeah. second There's a difference between playing bad and not being in a game because I don't think at the moment our game massively suits how we came. We're not creating chance after chance. Possibly, but, but you only look at how Tottenham have played for the last season. He's had his one of his best seasons in terms of statistics. Yeah, but and he played quite high up the pit, up the pitch, quite alone for a lot of time. But, and his job but was to Spurs go front to back so much quicker than, than this England team, true. especially with Son's pace. It just the, it's channels and stuff, isn't it? But this England team, I was saying, I'm saying, I didn't watch the game view, but mm. the people I was watching the game with, even in the first half, where I'd get Kane off, and, and you think you're watching it with Dominic Carvalho's we, family, <laughs> weren't you? <laughs> we were gonna get a chance. And I'm pretty sure if we do get one, and I know we had that one the first half, but sometimes it's good to miss a chance. Yeah, Kane's not someone who's going to miss two. Well, he's also not the type of person who will really give that much of a shit if he does miss. Absolutely, because he'll just but go again. Even if he's not fit, yeah. If you if you get him the ball in the right area, he's gonna probably score. There was a change in emphasis around that seventy-minute mark as well. Though from England, went hang on, it's on this. Do you think that? Do you think that was the plan the whole time? I don't know whether it was. I don't. You can't. I don't know whether you. Not can like exactly like that. that. But do you think the idea was wear him down, wear him down, wear him down, stay in the game, and then bring Definitely one of you, bring one of your game changes on. Definitely yeah, to stay in the game. Yeah, he could. It looks like it was that that way. Mm. But they they definitely went. It's on this, and I think. I mean, the atmosphere has been spoken about a lot. They kind of sensed this. Well, you know, when Sterling picks that ball up and goes, I'll, I'll go with these. Just and drive know, okay. Yeah, and then. Obviously, the, the first goal goes and the place goes wild, and yeah. they're going right. Well, Jamie, you've got to come with us now. We're quite used to doing this, yeah. So we'll and sit, they fed off it, didn't yeah, they? We'll sit back players. and we'll go. Well, we'll be a bit narc, and they are a little bit more narky, a little bit wiser, and I, I, I kind of liked it. And they went, "Come on, we finish these off. They, yeah. We'll just we'll, we'll get at these. Like we'll they, get a ball in. We'll get at them." It's I like they realised partway through they were better than Germany. It's like when they realised we're a, we're a better. There's the nothing to be is, afraid of you've here. Got to, you've got to you've got to wait for that though. You yeah, you've got to just, earn the yeah, right, haven't you? We we drag the tempo down to a point where the opposition are stifled. Even Germany were giving the ball away like un-German like, and yeah. moves were breaking down, and they couldn't get into any rhythm. And we almost jeopardise our own flow and rhythm to stop theirs. And I yeah. think that works for us because we know the plan is to then get that one or two chances, get Grealish or someone in the right areas and take advantage. But the opposition hasn't planned to play like that mm. and I think we're more suited to it. And I think it, it, it's interesting really because as you touched on about the gravitational pull, like when Sterling went to the right and Grealish comes to the left, Grealish goes in that horrible area between wing-back and centre-half where Sterling stays a bit more wide, and then mm. all of a sudden you've got an overlap from from Shaw because it's easier to happen, and you just look at it and you go, just look perfectly executed. The whole yeah. thing, just everybody did the job perfectly. And yeah, you ride your luck at times, and Moore's missed that chance, Vane has had a chance, but that that's football uh, keepers not, are there I'm, to make I'm not, saves. And I, I'm not a big believer in luck. I I think he's absolutely flat there. Yeah, well, he has. Well, but, he has flapped that. He has, but nine times out of ten, he scores that. Yeah. I want, yeah. See, he's just been trying to be too clever. He could he's go down, he could go down early, the middle. Probably. Yeah. He could go over it. Pickford him. gave him the whole goal to aim at, basically. Which probably didn't help because he went, oh, God. <laughs> he was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. I should have left goal well, in walk his pace to get back in. You can just feel him. His Jack presence, he, two more steps, and he's Jack and he did that here. thing where you just go, hey, you're going to miss. You're going to miss. <laughs> Don't miss. Well, my auntie was shouting jinx, jinx, jinx at the telly. Well, like, that's, that's that did it then. Your auntie, Yori Geller. I think England were really good. But the thing that I took away from it as much as anything else was, do you ever remember watching an England game at Wembley where the atmosphere, the event, the occasion, 
the reaction after it was quite so. I don't really know what to describe because there's been there's been Euphoric. some. Yeah, it was. I said to one of the lads, I can't remember who I said to, it was like a playoff final. That was what it felt like, the celebrations, yeah. the, the, Same, the, yeah. the the stuff after the match. But what was re- I found really impressive about the England team was they didn't, they, they were like, enjoyed it, but didn't get, oh, was, didn't get swept up yeah. and didn't get carried yeah. away. Um, Let's go to Rome, that's, that's it. They that's were the like, next one. <laughs> but, but Southgate, I feel, is the type of manager who would go, go, enjoy it, you've earned it, deserve it. Well, he went in the change so, room, soon as, you, soon as you go through that door, it's gone. We're on to the next one. And, yeah. and I think that's that's where you know I, I remember when England won that game against Wales in 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 2016, which we spoke about in the last episode, and there was the same. It was a different sense of euphoria, but there was that sense of that was fucking brilliant. That yeah. like that was really great, but it did almost feel as though it it sapped England a little bit, sapped them a little bit, and I just don't get the feeling that will happen with this team. Well, Southgate said, didn't he? He had to go in the changing room. They were all singing, and he said, "I'm going to have to be the party people." But yeah. this means nothing unless you win the next game. Yeah. And it just again, he gets that psychology part of it spot and the, on. And the next time. game is going to be pretty tough. Oh, well. hugely. I don't think it's going to be easy. No, no there's, there's no mm. easy game in knockout yeah. football, is there? But I suppose so. That's probably a nice place for us to to move on to England's. You know, well end quarter final, which they'll be playing in one of the meccas of football. And going back to you know nineteen ninety and <laughs> Stadio yeah, Olimpico uh, in Rome. Let's let's have a better result. I mean, Saturday eight o'clock for an England quarter final. That's beautiful, isn't it? That is delicious. That's like when you come home and you go, "What's for tea?" And your mum's got frozen pizzas. Get them in the oven, and you're thinking, "Yes, <laughs> like that from you, mum. Very good." So it, it, you know, we're all excited for it. Ukraine. Incredibly impressive win. I mean, who would have saw them as the old dark horses, eh, Paul? Nobody. Nobody apart from some knowledgeable fellas. (laughs) Do you know what, though? I haven't actually been that impressed with them. And this isn't like a complacency going into Saturday. You've got to be switched on. I think they're very fortunate to be there um, in a sense of they were poor in the group. They've done well, obviously, on... um, When when did they play? Was it... well, they played after us. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Sorry, got my days wrong. Been off this week. Um, you were sat here with me watching it. I know. I also watched Naked Attraction with you as well. So uh. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's necessary for us on this platform to go into the details, but it was extraordinary. It was extraordinary. <laughs> but back to back to Ukraine. No, back to Naked Attraction. <laughs> They've obviously knocked Sweden out. Sweden will be kicking themselves. Yeah, they'll be they've, they've that thrown that away, haven't they? We've flapped it. Obviously, they've gone down to 10 men, hoping to get to penalties. And then I said, Jude, now we watch us. They're going to score it. They're going to win in the, in the yeah. 33rd. Did they like score the before that and it got disallowed? Am I remembering correctly? I think they did. They scored. The same guy scored, didn't they? That was his first ever goal for Ukraine. It was, yeah. Um, but, the, but the thing is, with Ukraine, so walking, walking at them, they walk... Are they shattered? I don't think they're quite shattered. Well, everyone seems to be getting injured, didn't they? No. They were taking chunks out of each other. But I think Wait, it was like watching Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan yeah. <laughs> it was class. Um, but they just look a bit disorganised. They've got talented players. Zinchenko took his goal well with the great crossing for the winner. Yeah. Obviously, Yarmolenko's a good player. Don't let him uh, cut in on his left. Front. They've got very good players, but I look at them and they look... They Disjointed. look like they're playing on adrenaline a little bit. They don't look like they've got too much of a plan, and I think they've conceded a goal or more in every game they've played in, which is a great time for England. But it's it'd be very England to beat Germany and lose to Ukraine. But I do think obviously Southgate's very it. aware yeah. of it, and he'll he'll make sure we we rein that in. But I think what England have to prepare for is you'd imagine at some point we're going to concede a goal. 
and we haven't had to react England. to that yet. Now, I'm not saying it'll be on Saturday, but you do have to prepare for us potentially. Hey, we've got more point. clean sheets than Dunelm, honestly. <laughs> more, we'll have to prepare at some point for potentially being a goal down, and that's when we'll really see like the character with this England team to, to come from a goal down. If you go 1-0 up against Ukraine... You'll have to I Ukraine mean, it in, won't you? You're in a very, very good position because I think they would be very sporadic and they'd just come at you and they'd... Hmm. They're happier to be there than we are. So we just need to be as professional as we've been. Keep our shape, keep our discipline. I'd like to see a few more attacking people in the lineup. Um, I think Grealish will start. If you do play a back five or a back three, however you want to look at it, potentially Reese James instead of Trippier to give you a bit more going forward. Um, so would so so I suppose that's probably the most pertinent question. Um, do England change their approach? Do we do we change it? I think you got to just to get at them. I think you from watching them. Ukraine's they're not uh, actually known for for keeping clean sheets and not conceding. But you'd imagine England are going to have a lot of the ball. You'd expect. Yeah, they got to move that quickly. I think they've got the really weird scenario where Foden didn't play the last game so he's quite rested I know he's on a yellow card Grealish only played a little bit and then yeah I, I think you've got to I think you've got to move the ball fast yeah. and I think if you put Grealish on people are scared of him like it's mm. really weird I do think he could get through with the with the same the same team but I expect that one or two changes. I don't expect a whole wholesale changes. Yeah, I'd expect us two. to go to a back four again. Yeah. And I think it was you, Ryan, were asking before about Mason Mount. I think in terms of moving the ball quickly, I think putting Mount in there would be, you know, if you drop to a back four, you you take Trippier out maybe for Mount. I... You put Mount in, into that into the three just to get someone to just go and get the play shifting a bit quicker. I think you look at England versus Germany. Everyone said we'll pick players in the attacking areas that want the ball over the top or in the channel for pace because Germany's weakness is, is in those channels. I think we expect Ukraine will get blocks of five um, or blocks of four in front of, of England. You can have those players who are more comfortable in tight positions, your phones and your grealishes who are going to carve something a little one-two round the corner, create space when there isn't much space. Um, so I think that might come into us thinking a bit more. Your challenges are different and I do think Southgate sets up dependent on the opposition which might not necessarily mean changing the formation but it may change the instruction and the personnel the Henderson might start because those two are on yellow cards aren't they yeah I think you've got to yeah, save one of them that's a good point um, so Henderson might get a gig even Bellingham yeah yeah Bellingham as well yeah. I, I, and you wouldn't be concerned having either of them in there oh absolutely not no, no. Um, I'd be actually if you could get through and save some legs in Rice and Phillips for the semis You've done well because if you do come up and you never should plot your route, but say against Denmark, against Hoiberg, yeah, and Delaney, they're solid in the middle of the park, aren't they? You probably want Rice and Phillips for one of them to miss through suspension or a niggly injury. Yeah, but obviously you've got to get past Ukraine first, so I won't look too much past that. Uh, I'm going to guess Ukraine are probably the first team to wear a Joma kit to get into the quarterfinal of a tournament. I mean, you're going to have to check the stats on yeah, that, I possibly, yeah. Just, yeah. just occurred to me. Certainly, the the well might be the only one who wants to piss off a, a close neighbour with that shirt. <laughs> um, Seems to be going well. So, probably then, I'm going to ask for your predictions, lads. In the England versus Ukraine game, I want to score. Ryan, I'll go to you first, mate. Hit me with a hit me with your prediction. Two one England. And 
Okay, I was going to go three one. Um, Still can. Ukraine, no England. <laughs> um, yeah, three <laughs> one. I was going to go for. I think England, only because I remember the Sweden game in 2018, and they went on a bit of a roll. They just not too much for them. So, so professional. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, I'll go three nil then. Three nil England. Nice. Okay, well then let's let's move on to the uh, to the side that you know comes just before the England game at five o'clock on Saturday in the Olympic Stadium in uh, in Bakum. You know that's you know where dreams are made, where football dreams are made. Baku. Uh, sorry, just um, you know the Olympic Stadium in Baku. Yes, it is named after the linesman of the nineteen sixty six World Cup. Johnny Olympic. <laughs> no, yeah, it, apparently it's named after him. So I heard the other day. This is half a stat. No, no, it's named. Apparently, it's named after him. Yeah, I'm. Ryan we, is. We can, we can check that. Ryan is furiously googling. I'm sure, googling I'm sure right I heard now. the other day that it was it was named after him. Um, should we fill while you find finding it, Ryan? Yeah, we'll fill. You, it... you talk to me about Denmark versus Wales. Um, yeah, Denmark versus Wales. Crikey. Um, I thought the interesting thing about it was was that the first five or ten minutes, Wales looked really good. Bale was picking up some nice positions just in front of the Denmark back four. Aaron Ramsey was getting on the ball. Dan James was getting behind his fullback. And you thought, you know what, they look quite tired here. And then Denmark went, let's just put Christians in the midfield and see what that does. And then from that moment, that moment on, they just strangled, controlled the middle of the field. And Ryan, you've just kind of mentioned there about, you know, making sure that we've got players fresh in the middle of midfield to play against Denmark. They are really solid. And then, it's you know, we spoke about how strong their spine's going to be and how strong their spine is in terms of the players in there. You know, you Hoiberg, Delaney, two centre-halves, Kjard and, um, and Christensen. And now they put um, Vestergaard in there as well. Yeah. And I think... Probably everyone watching it and knowing that they didn't have Yusuf Paulson playing up there, despite the fact that he's not a prolific goal scorer, he's scored a couple in this tournament. But but he's he's such an important way, you know, important cog in the way that they play. Especially you know they've obviously lost Eriksson as well. Those are two really big players, and for someone like Dolberg to come in and have the impact that he had, I mean, that first goal was an absolute zinger, wasn't it? It was chicken uh, zinger. Really quickly, uh, did you find the name? <laughs> Tufig Bar Ramoff. Um, referred to as the Russian linesman was a Soviet footballer and football referee in Azerbaijan and uh, was called the Tovik Baramov Republic Stadium but I think they now moved to the Olympic Stadium haven't they? That was the old stadium Oh okay well fair enough but, Still pretty but good There you go Decent yeah. stats Back to Is it a decent stat? No it's well, great just have it. Come on um, <laughs> Back to Denmark It's better from you and <laughs> Back to Denmark on, Their spine is really really good Um the captain did come off, didn't he? Injured yeah. late doors, so I'll have to just see see how he is. But I mean, the the biggest plus for Denmark, plus the biggest plus, <laughs> uh, the biggest we'll plus for them. Denmark is that Dolberg looked fantastic up front. And the one thing we've kind of thought that they've lacked, despite Damskar being really good, but say he's a bit more of a wide forward winger, was that Dolberg looked excellent, and yeah. you kind of think that was the missing piece for them. You're getting no change out of that centre of the park. No. Hoiberg and uh, Delaney, fantastic. The centre-halves, they're going to win everything. For the first 10-15 minutes, Wales looked good. I even tweeted mm. before and it just went downhill from there. <laughs> Wales are a good little side and they used the ball well. But did then, you keep it or did you delete it? I kept it. I kept owned it. it. you got to own it, haven't you? Yeah, just owned it. Yeah. But the thing is with, with that Wales game was that because Ramsey's there to make the runs into the box, Bale isn't going to be running around the pitch making tackles and interceptions. Neither is Dan James. You had that Morel fellow who's done 
well had a decent tournament but you're talking about a fellow who was playing in league one last season for, for lincoln against a midfield that is like playing in the champions league pretty yeah. much yeah um, it's an elite level midfield isn't it's it elite level yeah and um I kind of look at it and go, he needed some help. I know Joe Allen was in there as well, but again, two championship footballers. Despite his great beard. Despite his great beard. And it was just a step too far from them. I do feel harsh on them. I thought that second goal was a foul. thought it should have been given, personally. I didn't. Um, I really didn't. Okay, fair enough. But And I'm the authority on this, so it wasn't. But once they got ahead of steam, Denmark, they looked really good, really confident there. Uh, Mailer, the fullback, is brilliant. Yeah, Absolutely is, brilliant. Um, he's another one from Atlanta. He plays the other side to Guzans. Um, so, again, it's com- it seems to be the formation of the tournament, doesn't it? Yeah. This back three. I mean, Ukraine played with the back three, I believe, did they? At the weekend, or they moved to it? I keep saying the weekend because I'm off on Tuesday. Um, the UK? Yeah, I am now. <laughs> England have obviously played it. Germany have played it. There's a lot of teams that, are, that have moved to it. And... Um, France went away for their game. We'll yeah. get to that. I just, you look at it now and you, you're kind of looking at all the other teams because you can't help get ahead of yourself and you think, where where is the weaknesses? And I'd say that despite Denmark not being like an early tournament favourite or anything, they're quite solid over the park. Again, another yeah. side with not, they're not, you get a lot of those nations, like you look at Poland where you go, oh, they've got Lewandowski. They don't really have a go-to man now. Ericsson's not in the picture. Denmark, but they have eleven good players. Yeah, and a manager who seems quite tactically astute. He put Christensen in the midfield, didn't he, against Wales early doors when they were controlling the game, and they didn't look back. Um, I think I was listening to the Athletic. They were talking about how subtle that change was, but what a difference it made. Mm. And you think you've got a manager there who's spotting that. He's not waiting until seventy minutes. He's making that change after fifteen minutes. And you think Christensen again, another Champions League winner recently, played brilliantly in the final when he came on. And yeah. I, they, they look, considering the circumstances of the tournament, and I know we've discussed it in length, they look really good and they look like a team that is, took strength from that tragedy in, instead of, it would have been easy for them to hide away and curl up into a ball and that they look really, really good. What do you think of Wales, Ant? Um, it's difficult with Wales because obviously they did so well last time, but I think, you know, there are play- did they? Did they mention it yeah, <laughs> there are players that are coming to the end of that cycle I think there's a very defined way of playing football and it does revolve around Gareth Bale mm. um, he could run a lot more in 2016 than he can now <laughs> um, which is it's a di- it's hard I don't think they've done badly and I don't think losing is a, a very knowledgeable Denmark side who are some superb dark horses Um is a bad thing. I mean, mm. towards the end, yeah, okay. They let themselves down, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, I, I get that. That's that can happen. Yeah. Um, but they've had upheaval with the the, the manager. Yep. Um, which obviously we won't talk about, and you know, we can't afford lawyers. Yeah, we can't afford any lawyers, so we're not allowed. Uh, and so that's difficult. That's hard, and they're gonna mm. have to come under someone else who wants, who might, you know, put his own stuff in and yeah. play it in his yeah, own yeah. way. And they've had, you know. <laughs> Two well, they had a decent game against Switzerland. They probably would have thought that they should have done a bit better. Um, they, I thought they they were poor in that game. Yeah, they got it. I think they did well to the, get a point out the, of that in the end. The ultimately. Turkey game, they were brilliant. Um, but then again, Turkey aren't great. But I don't think they've done too badly. I think getting here is the main thing for Wales and teams like Wales. And hopefully, the next 
set of them will be I wouldn't say like none of them play in the Premier League now but certainly playing in the Premier League at their peak mm-hmm. rather than um, certainly more consistently rather than what they have got now you know Joe Allen is definitely on the way like towards the end of his career I thought you could say on the way to the Premier League <laughs> on the big way move to, to Everton this summer of, <laughs> towards the end of his career and then so that's hard um, I know, I, the striker looked brilliant though Kiefer Moore is a, is a, he's a really good player and at that level he just causes yeah. carnage so they've got a lot to go with I kind um, of I kind of thought I'd expect to see I'd expect to see them back again yeah I think because of how well he did in 2016 you can be fooled into thinking that they are perhaps have more resources than they actually do have at their disposal I think on the flip side though I do think it is worth remembering that they do have a team full of no, no, they do. Proper yeah. players, yeah, they like, do, like yeah. they're not. This isn't North Macedonia. Like they're not. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not like Azerbaijan of of, of qualified. Do you no, know? Uh, they're, they're a proper team, and I, I yeah. think I was really disappointed in them at the end because I think one of the things that has characterised this this Wales team and characterised everyone around them is that they've they, they they've done a lot of it with a bit of class in there, and they, they seem like a really good group of lads, and and they've been really together. And I think, as you say, with everything that's happened with Ryan Giggs. It must have been really difficult for the squad, a lot of uncertainty, and we know how difficult that can be at, at elite level sports and not have the consistency and the certainty of knowing what's going on. I just thought by the end of it, I just thought they can they, they embarrassed themselves a little bit, I'll be completely honest with you. And I was just a bit like, But you you are better than this. They're difficult moments, aren't they, at the yeah, end of they are. at the end of those they are, but like, types of games. I mean, I just thought like the the sending off. So I think we, we we were messaging about the sending off, weren't we, at the time, right? Is this the again? No, oh, the no, 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 the Harry one. Wilson one. Yeah. And I thought, my instant reaction, I think I I either tweeted it or messaged it or whatever I did, was the thing, that, that's not a red card, that. But on reflection, that should be a red card. He's not gone for the ball, he's just booted the man. He's got absolutely no interest in the ball. He's just kicking someone in the leg. And I just thought, that's just, he's not even been on that long. He's, he's only just come on. What are you doing? <laughs> and and he, and you know, even though they've been roundly beaten, it generally didn't make much of an impact on the score, if at all. I think we always. Said I'd be hammering him in the changing room for that. Yeah. I'd be like, "What are you doing? Why are you being a well, dick?" I think the game was gone really well. Yeah, but it's but no, there's no, a way I, to I behave. There's a way to behave, and there's there's a way to represent. And and and, and I would think, sport. and the way I would think as a manager is as and another set of players. Okay, what if it was nil nil? Can we trust you? Can we trust you? Well, you, when your captain is sarcastically clapping the referee, and he's your captain, I can't imagine it's a dressing room that was picking out Harvey Wilson saying, "What? What are you doing?" I think the whole dressing room collectively needs to look at that and go, "Yeah, we probably got a bit ahead of ourselves. Thought we were probably going to do what we did in 2016, and we've we've had it, our asses handed to us. Now, if they yeah. get out of there two nil with eleven men." And they throw the kitchen sink at the end. They probably come away with it with a bit more respect. Yeah, but the fact that within the 88th minutes you've gone from two 0 to four 0 and ten men, they've left a bit disgraced. And then obviously Bale stormed off in an interview after it. The whole thing's got it was a stupid ugly. question. It was a stupid, was a stupid question, question. Yeah, but the I'm, whole, I'm not sure it was. The whole was. thing gets need to be said really quick. The, the thing is, with Wales, the, 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 I think they need to just draw the line under it. The the good point for them now is that they're consistently getting to the tournament. Yeah, and making that, an impact on a tournament as well. That's the plus to them. They've always had a route. The the, the Welsh FA are quite smart with the player profiles and getting youngsters capped early and getting them involved in the setup. They're going to be preparing for Bale, Ramsey, 
Joe Allen, etc., to to be retiring in the mm. next three to four years. That's that's gonna happen. So now it's about creating pathways for players and getting them used to it. I mean, they're a small nation. They've done well. Yeah, I think all in all, yeah, I just think it was. I think in the end, I just thought I thought you were better than this, and you've kind of let yourselves down. So Denmark went through comfortably. They'll be playing Czech Republic in the next round. What a win! What a win for the for the Czechs. I think we talked them up a little bit pre tournament. Um, not saying that's what got them there, but I thought we talked them down. No, because remember I said, "Oh, fancy, fancy the them." No, <laughs> must must have been another podcast. Um, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, though, they were they were really good, and I, I think it was quite an even match up until the sending off. They're not, um, yeah. and then, but it can be hard, can't it, against them men? They just they just took the game to them. They just went, "It's there for us. Let's go and get it." Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I said, I, I predict, well, say predicted, I, I went for them to, to beat them. Um, right, Paul. Yeah, good. It's right. Um, so, but I, 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 I thought they were, they were very clever in, in what yeah. they did. Obviously, that, that chance is that swing of football is so weird. At one minute, it was you, about forty five seconds or something. Yeah, one minute mm. you're going down, you could yeah. be going one 0 down, and then you keep it does really well to stay up and grab the ball, and then. The next minute, the the lift has has fallen over and <laughs> made an absolute hash of it, and you're down to you're against ten men. But they went on it, yeah. and they got in. They they, they went aggressive. Yeah, they went got they... into them. That Hollis on the second goal was superb, and I think it was uh, holes. Been, yeah, <laughs> it might have been the young in, in the studio saying, "Why Alden needs to go and tackle him?" Like yeah, he, and yeah. he, he kind of. I don't want to say that, but he kind of just, he didn't know what was going on, I don't think, but he needs to hit him. And a Dutch team under Nigel de Jong would have absolutely smashed him. So I want to see Nigel de Jong as the gaffer now. I think that, <laughs> that's, a, that's a a big difference between the two sides and, and where they're at. Holland, well, the Netherlands have got a, a very good set of players. They're not quite there. Um, See, and the coach isn't really terrible. rated. And no, he's terrible. To, yeah. Look at the way they reacted to that game. Yeah, That's they, on the manager. Now. Yeah. They, they they just they they they, they what do, they put um, Quincy Quincy Promise on mm. and put Van Arnholt into the back three. <laughs> I mean, you look at that and you think, all right, we're down to ten men. What have we got? 25, 30 minutes of this they, game they left. Didn't, they didn't make it hard at all. They, they didn't. They made it incredibly easy. And for a team that's got some of the players that they've got in there, you, you just mentioned Wayne Aldum, you've got Frankie de Jong, you've got, I was going to say De Ligt, he went off. Memphis Depay. You, you've got Stefan De Vrij, you know, yeah. you, 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 you've got a lot of good, proper, elite level Champions League footballers in there. It's not good enough to collapse how they collapsed. It was really poor. Czech Republic were great and they, and they were aggressive and front foot and they went, but they smelt it, they smelt, these are ever to take them. They really are there for the taking. And I think they worked that out early doors, the checks. They thought, there's nothing to be afraid of here. There's nothing for us to be worried about at all. Um, and yeah, I mean, we talked about we talked about a Dutch flop before the before the tournament, didn't we? Mm-hmm. That's absolutely one. It's transpired, isn't it? 100%. And that is, another another tick in our box. I don't to think... not even be com- that wasn't even competitive towards the end. No. It wasn't even anywhere near it. I don't think anyone was predicting Holland to do well. Anyone thought they'd do well in this tournament. No. They looked good in the group and everyone thought, oh, hold on a minute. And we, we all realised they had good players. But then you went in the fine line. The group stage is a bit of a... Unless you go out in the group stage, it's a it's, it, it's a weird one because 
you're going to be judged ultimately on if you get to quarter semis final. Yeah. So anyone who goes out say before the semi final and you're one of them big nations, you've technically failed. Like that. I mean, there are ways of going out though, aren't there? But I mean, yeah. But I just don't know. I look at that and you go, it's the licks let them down so much there, like so much with that because yeah. they might have gone through with the eleven men. The problem these sides have and what I love about the Euros is the longer the games go on and you haven't put these teams to bed they go hold on a minute they grow in stature don't they <laughs> yeah like what are we worried about here yeah. let's just get at them like w- let's enjoy the fact that we're here and it's a huge advantage and I mean I th- Czech Republic haven't got the best players in the tournament but they make up for it with work rate guile they're quite tall and athletic and strong they work hard to a man and they've got a goal scorer. And they were and brave. I think the biggest get, thing yeah. that those teams, and we, you know, we'll move on briefly to, uh, to to Switzerland, but I think the thing that they had, and Austria gained it as they got through that game as well, was they were brave. They were brave, all these teams. They started to step up into the, 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 the in air quotes, superior nations hmm. and thought, you know what? There's nothing for us to be fearful of here. You're good and you might punish us, but, you know, the, 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 there's there's no point in us just sitting here and waiting for you to, to, to knock us out. Let's just go and have a little go at you because I don't think you're that good. And that's how it transpired. Hey, lads, before we move on, I'm going to ask for your predictions then for the Czech Republic Denmark game. I'd, this is a really difficult one to call, isn't it? Really difficult one. 2 no Denmark. But apparently not that difficult to call. And? I'd go 1 nil Denmark. Um, I think Dahlberg will start again and I think he'll score... And it's quite nice, is he? He's going to tell me he's just now going to pick Czech Republic. Okay. I actually was. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you whispered that, like we haven't got microphones plugged in. Denmark are my, um, Denmark are my dark horses, so I've got to go with them. One yeah. nil. I'm, I'm having a 50% tag of that too, because I was sneaky and picked two. This is ridiculous. I'm going to go for Czech Republic on penalties. Ooh, Ooh. more penalties. That's what I want. Okay, what are you thinking a score draw or a ball draw? Score draw. Okay. I think it'll end 2-2. 7-7. Desmond. 100-all. Okay, so we'll have a little quick rest, a quick break, a cooling break, as we referred to it in the last episode, and then we'll come back for part two. Jan Sommer diving to his left-hand side there. Delighted to see that go around the other side of the post. Welcome back. Still got Ryan, still got Ants. We're now going to move on to arguably the... Uh, I, I'm not even going to say arguably it is. It's the tie of the round. It's uh, Belgium versus Italy Friday, 8 o'clock in the Allianz Arena in Munich. Ryan's predictions for the whole thing ride on this game. It's huge. (laughs) Huge. I mean, Ryan, you're either going to be... I mean, either your brave boys go out or you owe money to charity. Yeah. Or no, both. Uh, Yeah, because... If, if your brave boys go out, that means Belgium go through. And if Belgium gets to the semi-finals, you owe charity money. You yeah, s- that's what you said the first time. said the same thing. No, but it? I said either they go out or you owe charity money. The uh, same things happen uh, in this oh, scenario. Yeah, it all rests on Italy. It's winning. huge, isn't it? They're going to win. Ooh, they're, <laughs> they're going to win. win. Belgium, look. Shattered. shattered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Italy didn't look great against Austria. I'm hey, just going to tell you that. Because do you know what they did? Oh, here we did. go. I'll break it down to not play very well. I said they're the dark horses. They came steaming out. Hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Uh, Who's and, the dark horses? And, Austria. All right, all right, and all right, all right. Can you please remind me and the listeners okay, what... I said Ukraine were the dark horses. Okay, so right, now you know continue. I mean? But I don't I, know what you mean clearly. 
there was these fellas around me going, oh, France would win. I was like, oh, that's original. Mm. So I went, Italy are going to win. <laughs> done, all, done all my research. Italy I think he's referring win. to us there. <laughs> I don't know about you too. Anyway, said Italy were going to win. They came steaming out, doing people 3-0. All of a sudden, everyone goes, hey, Italy might win this, you know. I was thinking, well, I told you this weeks ago. <laughs> so then what happened, Italy have gone, oh, everyone's basically making us favourites now because we've beat a few bin men 3-0. So they thought, let's just struggle a little bit against Austria. <laughs> lure them into a false yeah, sense of yeah, security yeah, yeah. and then get done by England in the final, which I'll take. But they're going to dump Belgium out first. Dump Verratti and Jorginho. We're just going to keep the ball. De Bruyne is going to try and play half fit. Hazard's not fit. Lukaku get frustrated. Vermaelen, I don't know, his hip will go or something. And not, trying to chase uh, to Chiesa. I'm telling you, they'll dump them out. 2-0 Italy. Well, I, Italy. I think we should give a word to the Austrians. They were fantastic. They were really Absolutely good. Absolutely fantastic. You know, we... we um, why didn't you get it earlier? Why don't, why, don't, why, don't, why don't they do that earlier? Why don't we play like that earlier? They right. grew into the tournament. No, I know, but so, like... Uh, we, we called just, them we, really poor, I think, after we've the just second said. game. Uh, <laughs> I, I also called Switzerland the most boring team in the competition. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm a fully fights member of the Switzerland I fan think group. I did as well. I, I just mean... I still I, look for them. I like Switzerland. I just, oh, shut up. <laughs> I just mean with... <laughs> With Austria against the Netherlands, it's just like oh, you see, you see what's happened against the Netherlands. So in the group stage, yeah, the group. Oh, so right, you sorry. see, you see what could have been. I, I don't know. I just I think they'd probably be a bit disappointed. But yeah, like you said, they maybe they're figuring out what formations to play, who to play where, yeah. where do we put the best player? Did we uh, see? He did very well. Did we see what Arnautovic can offer when he absolutely gives a shit? Yeah. He, Oh, now it's a good player. Has he been is, for years. clearly. He's just moody. He's proper, proper moody. moody. I feel like his teammates like really don't want to tell him he's moody. They're all dead scared of him. There was a, like, he moaned at everyone, and then there was a bit where he beat like four defenders. Yeah, Should have laid it off. And Spooned the guy was like, didn't he? could have passed it, and he was like, oh, sorry. He, like, if that was the other way around... I would have probably you would have probably just subbed me off. I told the manager, <laughs> get him off. I'm not playing with him. He's a little bit like. Did you ever have a mate whose older brother was proper grumpy, like proper teenage grumpy? And you'd be right. Ra- you- <laughs> no, Rob, Rob, you're Rob. You're Rob's. You're Rob's always chirpy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's me. Hobby. It's me who's grumpy. Yeah. But you'd be round their house, and then and then you'd be having a great time, like oh, playing a bit of FIFA and that, or having a great time, and then bang, you hear the front door shut. We're fucking hell, mum. I'm fucking upstairs, then, aren't I? That's Marco Arnautovic. <laughs> Your football we... analogies and crackers, you know. <laughs> ins- are we essentially calling? Head. Are we essentially calling Marco Arnautovic, um <laughs> like Harry Enfield kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, just a grumpy teenager. Great I don't want him running the channels. I'm getting the goal. He's just proper moody. Um, Back to it though. Yeah. Re- Some if Austria win that game, you, you can't complain. No, I think they you, did. You they, can't complain. And they, um, they outran Italy. Yeah. And when Italy realised, oh, it's not easy to score against everyone, <laughs> they kind of ran out of ideas a little bit. But they, mm. I don't think the style suited them. So Berardi, who's a good player, I guess I think I text you guys and said him being that inverted isn't helping. And second Chiesa came on and could go either way. Really opened the game up, I thought. Um I don't think that Wales game helped Italy because they basically changed the whole, whole eleven and they yeah, seemed they to have lost a bit of the flow. They yeah. killed. I can see why they did it, but it it killed them a little bit. Thought Immobile was poor. His first touch was shocking. Yeah, I think Bellotti will get the nod in the next game. Do you think? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <sighs> big, big call, big, that. Big, big, big call, but big game though, isn't it? 
Big game. Do yeah, you I think, think Belgium have got it in them to sit back and do what? They what do? Did, what, the Martiners, I think. What did, you, what did you think of the Belgium-Portugal game then? I'll start with Pobbles. I, um, well, I didn't, it wasn't amazing, <laughs> to be no, honest. It, wasn't. it wasn't. It was a bit of a Pitch, grind. Pitch didn't help, did no, it? No, no, it didn't. So I thought, that, that's really poor. You shouldn't have that at that, that level. It was a bit of a grind. I thought Portugal towards the end, again, I'll say, why don't you just try and do that mm. beforehand? play a bit with more papers, put these players on. They're a team who don't quite know what they're doing under that manager. Yeah, the stuff, I know, but they look a, they, yeah. yeah, I think they look a little... I think there's a few things going on with Portugal. I think they look a little bit stuck between... Uh, it worked for us last time, being a bit cagey and defensive, but all of our... We have like we think like England have got some good players going forward. Portugal is, is arguably even better. And, and I think... They just were like, oh, we're not really sure what it is that we're doing here. Are we are we attacking? Are we keeping the ball? Are we sitting off? Are we are we going long? After about half an hour, they just started clipping it up to Ronaldo. Yeah, they didn't kind of really get them involved for ages, mm. and I thought that was a bit poor. Do you know what? I thought Lukaku was brilliant in the little moments that he had as mm. well, um, and obviously the well, there were. I'd say it was a, a, a good goal. I think there was a few grumblings about the keeper. Oh, I thought it was a lovely goal. Yeah, I thought it was a good goal. It was, it's definitely nice to see, and and you know. <laughs> Imagine turning around and going, oh, Eden. Yeah, I'm better than you, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> um, if you thought I'm like, I, I, I just which, thought. Which one? Which one of them's older? I'm not Eden. Eden. So just... he's, maybe when he got home mm. and Torgan Hazard was sat in the living room with Lukaku <laughs> playing FIFA and he didn't slam the door. You fucking scored, did you? Mom, he scored. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, though, with. I mean, you look at England and it was so brave of Southgate to do what he did in the midst of everyone saying, oh, play him, play him. If England lose 1-0 to Germany, you go, oh, you had all that attacking talent. And our game probably would have went the same way. If they went 1-0 up at half-time, we probably would have brought players on, did what Portugal did, yeah. failed to score. Would have been frustrating. Go, Why didn't you just do this earlier? I did and think they were unlucky at the end. They, like, were, they, 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 they had a couple of good chances. Goal, but I, I, as you said, they... You don't really know how they should play. So they start the first game, they struggle, but then they score three like goals. Then they move to the Germany game. They were terrible in that they game. They were terrible they? in that game. But then Sanchez came on second half. Then he played every game since, and that gave them a hope of playing a different way with three. In I mean, there. you say every game, one, one. Well, no, game. He, he played against uh, France in the third game, and yeah. then he played in the, that game yeah, against yeah. Belgium. They and, were good against France, although we have gone on to see that France are absolute mugs. <laughs> but. Lone I don't mugs. think I, Ronaldo scored five goals, but in a weird way, and he's obviously one of the best players to ever walk the planet. This team's probably waiting for him to retire a little bit mm. because I feel like they have to play him through the middle because that's how he plays now. But everything's fed through him, and well, I, I don't, I don't think they got him involved at all. I really don't. Like he was making runs, and no one was picking him out for a lot they, of that I game. I just don't think they did enough in midfield. I like that. Sanchez has been very, very good. Do you need Martinho next to him? Do you, like, do you really in that game? Do you Who really, else was in there? Do you really uh, Paulina. Paulina. And do then you re- he brings Sergio really Olivier on, and then they've played Moutinho. I think Neves so has played the heart. And like Carvalho and they played Danilo. Danilo started the first couple, like, didn't he? They, they just couldn't find a bounce, and then Bruno Fernandez has played there because obviously he can't play. I tell you, he, he, like he looks shattered, doesn't he? Well, he's played pretty much every game, hasn't he, for about two years or something. like 80 matches in, in, I think in a calendar year. someone described it as when he's at United, his pass 
completion rate is really low because he tries a lot of things and he scores a lot and gets a lot of assists for that same reason. Yeah. He's not someone with 95% pass completion, but he's someone with 27 goals last year. But when you've got 45 minutes in a game to save a tournament, if you try them things and they don't come off, you're out. Yeah. In a league format, over 50 games for margin, United. The margin he, for errors is... He gives is, up all yeah. the way loads, but then he offers game-winning I, moments. I just don't... I, Portugal, I just don't think they did either of the things that they wanted to do. And they kind of yeah. found themselves in this no-man's land of, oh, we'll be a bit like, not They Eddie. missed Cancelo. Yeah, they will be a I bit mean, tough. They and then, did, but does a full-back... I know fullbacks are important players nowadays, but does he make that much of a difference to the way that they His play? His quality in those final thirty, like f- there was a twenty-minute period. It was like the plan was to go through Diego Dallo, and I was like, "Really?" Like you, they obviously at- saw his goal at Prenton Park, didn't they? Oh, they must have done. But I just thought he is the man. Say, but you're right now, Dan. If I'm, you get the best of Liam Rydell, you're the man. For anyone listening who, who, who might think, "Why have I just said the looks like the waiting for Ronaldo?" It's obviously you play Ronaldo every time. You can't. He's unbelievable. But I just felt like if you if they had maybe Andre Silva or a proper centre forward in there, not that I was not a proper centre forward, but just that team, I feel like it's let's create a chance for Ronaldo, not let's create a chance. Yeah, if that. you see what I mean, they, they always used to have that. The they always used to have a, a centre forward. I mean, Pauletta and and, 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 you know, and Gomez like, yeah. and all. So they always that, yeah. used to have that. I don't really. I mean, Ronaldo's absolutely brilliant, but yeah, I kind Wasn't of. Wasn't the whole I thing with Portugal that. that they've never been able to have? They've never had a proper centre forward. They've always had great attacking midfielders and lacked a real top level centre forward. Well, Paletta was pretty good. You know, guys, yeah, but I think it was like they had the likes of like Luis Figo and Ronaldo, Rui Costa, and all yeah, that. Ricardo, Ricardo Caresma. Always a bit of a lobsided team, but, aren't like, but I, think, I, I just thought they ended up in, in no man's land. Yeah, they didn't look sure of exactly how they were approaching. Whether Belgium but were there for the what taking, I would I don't say know. is well, that's an interesting point. Oh, Sorry, Ryan. Go I'm on, just going to say if you were when Belgium go a goal up. And you allow Vertonghen, and Vermal and um and Alderweireld to have to just sit deep and win headers. They'll do that all day. Yes. Portugal's problem was at nil nil, not getting in behind them. Because you know, dragging them off. They're, they're quite they're quite similar to England, I would say. They're quite pragmatic. Pragmatic, yeah. They're quite disciplined and what are they gonna do against Italy though, mate? They're gonna get knocked uh, out, obviously. They're gonna get knocked they? out. Um one big question is obviously surrounding the, the fitness of Eden Hazard and Kevin De Bruyne, probably more so Kevin De Bruyne. Um, is Sean Maloney available? <laughs> Sean Maloney, a lovely, lovely sighting of Sean Maloney there. Do you know what I always like? Do you know what I like about seeing Sean Maloney? You can tell that he's a Scot. He's got his shirt tucked into his tracky bottoms the whole time. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I just liked him being there. Just bloody lovely player. Just there with his with lovely his player. with his polo shirt tucked around in them tracky bottoms. Superb. Yeah. Just in case of a breeze, don't want but it to get skin. Being, De Bruyne being, being out was massive in it. Huge. I'd also be a little bit. It seemed like uh, Witzel took a few knocks. Uh, I don't. Think it was he's a bruiser of a game, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was a, not a great pitch. He did. He snapped his Achilles. I think in February. Yeah, mm. he was meant to be out for yeah. nine months. He's been back after five, and you kind of go. Oof. He's he's. He, I have to admit, if you didn't know he was out, you wouldn't have known he was out. If you know what I mean, he's yeah. he's got back into Phenomenal. the swing of things pretty quickly. Um, at this point, it's it's kind of Martinez has said the Bruyne and Hazard aren't going to be a hundred percent fit for that game. Do the you, Bruyne will find a way to play. Hazard won't. You can you can envisage a 
20 minutes at the end maybe yeah. depending on the state of the game keep yourself but in it, it and then it, bring him on it does kind of put it in Italy's, Italy's court doesn't it because changes the pressure as well yeah absolutely because Belgium can go with a game plan now where it's you know we might not be brilliant but we've got the big man up top which who's having an <laughs> absolutely brilliant game and a brilliant t- uh, tournament and you know he can hold it up there for you and yeah. Lukaku wants this you can tell everything he's doing He jo- you can see it it's, it's it's there for him. He didn't get the service in that in that game the other night, but every time he did get it, he made a big, big difference. Carrasco, by the way, what on earth is he doing? <laughs> I couldn't understand that. If he right, he's given. I think that a lot of people away. have been asking that question so, for a long time. So, so this happens in NFL a lot. If you go through right, and you've got like twenty, uh, I say a minute on the clock, two minutes on the clock, the the. Clock is more important than scoring a touchdown at this point because you can give them ball back, basically. Carrasco basically did that. And what he should have done was ran to the corner <laughs> and cat tried to keep hold of the ball, bought a foul, done whatever he could do. Even kick it over a throw in would have been okay. Yeah. To lose it there, I just couldn't understand it. And you could see them fuming at him. And I'm going, that's just, that is not what you want in a team. I can't imagine Martinez is going to go, oh, yeah, go on, you're going to get another go because. That's quite selfish. You might have to. They haven't got any players left. It's quite selfish, though. I mean, how can, you're saying before about Harry Wilson, how can you go and trust a player like that? Well, that's the moment. You can't trust someone to go and do that. Do something with it. Mm. Like, it was so bad. Because Lukaku had worked his bollocks off to go yeah. up there, win it, shrug all these players off. And then he goes and does that, and you're thinking, but that goes in, that's a huge turnaround. That'd it's be similar to that Czech, Re- Czech Republic one. Just these moments in tournament games are so big. Oh, mm. yeah, it's, it's it's the margins are very fine, aren't oh, they? We've we've seen that in this, we've seen that in this uh, in the, in this first knockout round that it, the 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 ties, the momentum, all of it can change on 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 such fine moments. I'm going to have to ask you for your predictions, boys. Belgium, Italy, Ryan. Two one Italy, and uh, I'll go for a draw, and I'll say Belgium on penalties. What, what's yours? I'm gonna go. It's so hard, I don't know how much De Bruyne is gonna play because he makes it, he changes it so much. I was just he? gonna say, like if if you go from De Bruyne to Leander Dendonka, it's not <laughs> great. If you go from, um. Hazard to Carrasco or Dries Mertens not as bad but still not yeah. great I'm gonna go one no I'm gonna go come on I'm gonna go Italy on pens yeah Italy on pens score draw or ball draw 1-1 one, one. I think it'll be tight Um. so moving on then to to the last quarter final I'm probably featuring I mean, probably featuring the, uh, I mean, the two best last sixteen games. Is that, is that fair enough? Cool. What a day! <laughs> what a day that <laughs> best, was. Best day of football I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I, I was, I was trying. So I was in work today with um, two lads who neither of whom are in interested in football. To the point where one of them said, "I said, I said to him, you know, I asked him a question after it, after it finished talking, and he went, to be honest with you, Dan, you just, I knew you were talking about football. I just completely switched off." <laughs> and they were just, and, and he was like, "I'm sorry, ask me again." And I was like, "I'm not asking you again." But yeah, it was, it was just, it was just extraordinary on it. I, I just, I, I just wanted to talk about it to people. <laughs> I just needed to. I just wanted to be like, 
It was, just, it was good last night, wasn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I got into I got into work the next day and told somebody who actually likes football, and I was like, "Did you watch the games last night?" And he just went. <laughs> Copenhagen is probably one of my favourite venues now, just yeah. simply because yeah. of that game. It's Doesn't so it look like good. a championship ground? Ah, oh, superb! And it also looks like the ground that England beat Wales in in France. In that is it, Lons? Uh, yeah, in that a little bit. It's superb. I mean, two three threes. The Croatia game, Croatia Spain. <laughs> Well, towards it, yeah, towards the end of it, I think. I mean, the first goal, the, the, keep, that the one keeper. I, 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 yeah, whatever that happens. I mean, you never, you don't really see that. The only time I've seen and that is was it funny? It was, it was quite funny. The only time I've seen that is in the was it Charlton versus Sunderland? Oh, in the playoff final. Yeah, so that was and to see that again. I was just like, how how does this happen? But I saw some people blaming Pedri on Twitter for kicking it to him between the sticks. Yeah, that's a, that's a reach, isn't it? It is a little bit. That's an Adam bit. reach. I mean, it's that, just, it? but you know, the 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 team spirit around them as well was was great from Spain. At, yeah. After that, and he obviously made some really good saves yeah. as well. And and Morata was excellent. Yeah, you know, he we, was, we yeah. we've given him a little bit of stick on this podcast, so it's only right that we praise him when he no, did well. Superb. The, the the goal he took brilliantly. I I think you know Croatia did so well to get back in the game, yeah. put so much effort in though, and then you're thinking, oh, that maybe. Because he had that chance early doors, early yeah. doors and extra time. You're Second it, half of extra time, wasn't it? If that goes in, oh, that that changes it, doesn't it? It's it's again fine margins. I I thought the the one thing what he did if you're Spain and stuff like that, they just didn't like the ball, the centre half, did they? Oh, good God, I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know it's a little bit um, well, it's can seen as like dinosaurish, isn't it? But the I mean, the long ball, he just didn't really know what to do with it. So, it was which very, is really odd because there's Laporte back there. and Yeah, they're, they're oddly like... Good players. I know. I, I, I was thinking that about Laporte. Like never two years ago, this. we were like, how good support is City's Van Dijk yeah, and all. But was that just Vincent Company next to him, like helping him through games? Maybe. Or? I mean, there is, there, is, there, is, there is a tendency in football to be very, you know, it, to you have a lot it. of recency bias. I think Laporte clearly is... Still a brilliant defender. You can you can have a loss of form for a couple of years, and 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 yeah. he has been out of the team. He had a big injury and stuff. It can be difficult to come back from. I thought it was really really peculiar how how much the game changed. We'll talk about the Switzerland game in a minute, where sort of similar thing happened. But I thought it was slightly different because I thought Spain were massively the better team they were. for about seventy five minutes of this game. The free cone goal, Croatia had didn't lay a glove on Spain. Then they got the free cone goal, and then there was about five or ten minutes afterwards where Spain looked really shaky. And it's I thought, carnage. Yeah, I just thought, and the Croatians smelled blood at that point. They just couldn't quite get get the goal. And then Spain were Spain were really good. Pedri, who we've mentioned a couple of times, oh. is filth. Like he is he, just he's he's he could he's, be player of the tournament by the end of it. He's Margaret Robbie in the Wolf of Wall Street. It, it just just <laughs> you can't stop looking at him. It is ridiculous. And ne- and and you you keep forgetting. He's, Fucking eighteen, and it's just one with, year in in fo- like professional football, basically to, to play like, like top level. Yeah, to 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 play like that is is extraordinary. So I just thought it was really peculiar out because I was I was genuinely watching it, and, and and by the time it was getting towards the end, and it was three one, I thought this has done this. I was it was the t- point in the game where I started going on my phone a bit, and I wasn't really paying that much attention. And then so me, so Sophie my girlfriend said to me she was stood in the in the alleyway at the, at the back of ours and the window was open upstairs. <laughs> and so she said so she went to me, yeah, we're stood out in the garden. And I was talking to her to the neighbour, and all we heard from the the the, the back room because I was watching it upstairs. We're getting the floor done. 
And all we heard was, oh, they've scored. And Soph just went to the neighbour. They've scored, apparently. <laughs> and then she carried on talking to it. And then they had the third goal winning. And I just must, I got, I was off the off, off the couch at that point. And I just went, oh, I don't believe it. Soph went to the neighbour. Apparently, he doesn't believe it. <laughs> and I just couldn't. It was so, it was, it was, as we've said, out of nowhere. It was. It was just, it was like, it was almost as if Modric went, right, well, this is probably my last tournament game if we go out here. So I'm just going to absolutely turn it on and we're going to get everyone who's massive up front and we're going to boot it to him. There was one bit genuinely where the ball bounced in front of someone in the Croatia team and he had loads of time and he clearly just went, this is getting humped into the channel to some tall <laughs> fella, some rangy dude. Do you know what else I couldn't take my eyes off? Was Luis Enrique's get-up. Yes. With them, like, washed out. Didn't he look like David Brent from The Office <laughs> where he wears jeans on that episode? Yeah. Kept looking at him thinking he was going to go... Eh, 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 eh. His, like, get-up, yeah. his, his get-up has been extraordinary throughout. I thought, I've never seen a match where both managers were wearing white trainers. Thought that was quite interesting. Exactly. It, it needs to stop for me. Just knock it off. Like, it just uh, looks so... It's, it's boiling hot. Get your jeans off, mate. I know. All right. <laughs> just, homoerotic. Sound like, just, like Jurgy Love. so uncomfortable to be... No, you can't wear on touch trying to they um, win 3-0 if he's got like tracky bottoms on so that game was mad and then we'd oh, have a little rest they're the small side Spain just going to say that yes and they are like, yeah. Eric Garcia is a good centre half he's not the tallest or the most dominant and no it, the, I, it was just so shocking but the, <laughs> to, I, I, to see on like the us. goal we think because I actually said in our group sort of tongue in cheek like 12 or 15 percent of the Blaine's got to go and put in that pass bouncing hard between the goalpost and Pop said, absolutely not. Oh, and yeah, we just I saw moved that. From there. <laughs> but I saw the thing that um, Simon has made eight or nine direct errors that have led to goals in La Liga last season more than any other goalkeeper in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of go, he's a brilliant shot stopper, he makes brilliant saves, but... That's, I think he had a bit of a mare for the second Croatia goal as well. He was like stood behind the that line when, he's, when he blocked them, it. I mean, Spain have probably been the most impressive team with the ball in the tournament, in my opinion. Most coherent. Yeah. The weakness is that last 10 minutes when someone throws the kitchen sink here, they look like these just to crumble. They're, um, without wanting to turn into some kind of tactical analysis fella, because I certainly am not, they're not great in transition, I don't think, when they lose the ball. What, what's that mean? I've, we're not going into that just, just carry on do you know what the greater though <laughs> rolling around on the floor which will hit if, you, if you're losing against them it's so frustrating do you know what they, they are, are good at rolling around the floor hey, can I order a stereotype please oh Morata got touched in like the chest and was on the oh, deck there, holding awful, his that. face like five minutes like, if you're losing against these it's so hard to stay composed because they're either going to pass it round you or black the ref into like a yellow card it's like playing Forest oh. Green in a playoff game it's exactly like that <laughs> no, no Forest um, Green are nothing like in Spain. M- moving on to Switzerland. Sorry, we just did Switzerland, didn't we? Moving on. Yeah, we, no, we didn't. No, we no we've got yeah, Switzerland to come. Final. We've yeah. got them to come. Switzerland versus France. I thought this was the performance of the tournament so far from Switzerland. I thought they were absolutely brilliant. I- I'm going to wait and talk about France in a minute, so you two crack on. Um, I, I just... What was interesting about it was, was that you were watching it and you thought... I mean, we, we as I mentioned before, called Switzerland the most boring team in the tournament earlier on, um, which I think you know wasn't kind of unfair to a degree. Um, but they, they wasn't fair. Oh, sorry, Swiss. Um, but they just went at them like so early on. They were they were, and it wasn't like they they they. they I thought they're just going to sit in here and try and make it Mingin and France will probably just wear them down and eventually score after ten minutes of extra time, and we'll be like, oh, could have won the penos, but. They just went at them. 
they just had a little go and and Seferovic and again I said before the tournament he can't he can't score to save his life he's made a fool of me hasn't he <laughs> Yes. Which I mean, he's not the first person to do that, and he certainly won't be the last. But yeah, they, I thought they were fantastic. Granite Jacker, mate. I mean, we, we've he always fantastic. we've always liked Granite Jacker, haven't we? And we've yeah. always been a big fan of Granite Jacker. But, but it, we've always, not, we always said he was a bit slow. Yeah, well, he is. Yeah, he's honestly turns like the Titanic. But he was he was not at Arsenal. I feel like it's it's maybe been a bit overblown. The, the, the you know some of the performances at Arsenal, and I think Arsenal has been a difficult club to be at for someone like Jacker who can divide opinion because of the way that he plays and because he isn't particularly quick. His body language can often look a little... Not not like... Not not kind of like laid back, but he... You know, it's he's, time on the ball yeah, argument. Yeah, he, he, but in the switch, in that game, he was... He was he best was player on the pitch. Booting people, he was pushing people <clears throat> over, he was getting stuck in, he was... Some of the passes he was, was playing... the passes that break the lines. That, yeah. that one for the third goal where he just put it... Th- oh, it was a hell And it was of a so pass. well taken, that I goal. I think as well, so well taken. on the Arsenal thing, they've been wanting to replace Vieira ever since he left and they kind of put him in that bracket and he's not. Yeah. He's not that long, like he midfielder. We go box to box. But what a Wasn't player. he playing centre-back for France? Long leggy. Um, Speaking of France, and oh, do you want me to talk about that debacle? My <laughs> God! But just will you tell us why they lined up? Why they lined up? Cause yeah, yeah. It, no, I have no idea. Zero sense. To I have me. absolutely no idea. Three, five, two. What, I, I mean, we've spoken about it a lot. I, I, I can't understand it. I don't know how I guess the. Well, at, at one point you're going, all right, yeah, it's kind of worked, but uh, there was a few injuries and he changed it, and yeah, okay. They've had to change it again <laughs> during the game. The, I think uh, the most frustrating thing for 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 for, for the French was Rabiot's mum. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll leave it there to be honest. <laughs> but I think the most frustrating thing for the French was was that they they got themselves in a hole where they'd been a little bit sort of. Ah, oh, we'll just we'll win this game because we're better they than were, them. They were, they were fantastic. But then, but then they time. they flicked a switch. And there was there was bits of movement, there was bits of interplay between Mbappe and Pogba and Benzema and Griezmann, and then and and Kingsley Coman came on, and you and there was part of it where I was I was sat watching it with my brother and I was just like they are terrifying France when it when it clicks they are absolutely frightening because the level of player is extraordinarily high, and they're the type the the, the type of players who are really good at those little interplays around the box that are quite hard to stop. And they scored those. They they turned the game around, in like in it, one minute they were losing, the next minute they were they were three one up. And it turned, and you thought I'd turn on that penalty on that penalty miss. I didn't know why Rodriguez had, was taking the penalty. I thought no, was he's, he's the normal taker. I know he is, but hasn't he hasn't he missed some recently? Yeah, well, I mean, if he's the missed taker, his last he takes two it, or something, he? hasn't he? Um, I so just thought get Savarovic on again to head it in. <laughs> you can do that. Can't you crawl up on your knees, head it in. Do that right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just think with France, it was. It was how you lose, how you manage to get to it. All right, yeah, fair enough, get to extra time in, in, in the last 10 minutes. But even then, it's the last 10 minutes. Yeah. There's been a lot of terrible takes about Mbappe missing that penalty. They were 3-1 up with 10 minutes to go. Yeah. They've got no one to blame but themselves and their coach. They've got, they can only look at themselves. They because, switched off, didn't they? Was Lucas Fernandez injured? Uh, yes. Yeah, he got he injured. He was on the bench, wasn't he? But yeah, I think he got injured early, early in the tournament because Luca Dina came in, came in for him, and then got injured. Yeah, it's just they got no one's blamed themselves. I looked at it and just before the tournament went, they are the best. They they are the best. 
yeah. players. They were all dark horses, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are, the, they are the best players. But then uh, there have always been those issues with Deschamps mm. where he does these weird things and picking strange... That's a strange formation, a strange to, strange put, formation. to put him... To put Rabiot out and left wing and then back. I mean, basically in a three. The Rabiot thing the... at left wing back is you can kind of excuse. I wonder if that's what they were thinking about was because they didn't have a, a fully fit left back. So they were thinking... Well, maybe if we push him, he plays. He was playing a, sort of a little bit left of the of the three when they were playing. With the three. Maybe we play him there. He's going to occupy the same spaces. But, it, but it just again, it's it's not down not down to him. I mean, Roy Keane said something really weird at one point in that game. He'll do he, that. Yeah, him and Vieira said this at one point. Well, they didn't say this at one point in that game. Paul Pogba was probably up for for player of the tournament. Yeah, and at the end of the game, you got them two <laughs> slacking him off for giving that ball away. Well, hang on a minute. Just just yeah, remind no, back a I little know, bit. I know. Roy Keane was having a go at Paul Pogba. Yeah. Next, you'll be telling me Graham Souness was. The only uh, thing no. I would rather go at Paul Pogba for was dancing. Like you haven't won yet. Yeah, I disagree. No, no, I don't mind a little, a little jig. Like was, Griezmann does. Well, you are Mate, right. I was like, I was watching like Strictly Come Dancing or something. I was waiting for panel to come. It went on for ages. It's like, have they kicked off again? And the replay is still you, showing them dancing. Like, this dance doesn't. You are end. right. You're saying you know they switched off. That's part, that kind yeah, of stuff's part that goal of it. Was well I know it's not huge. Go mad. Go knee slide into the corner flag. I know it. I know do it's something. Not huge. Yeah, don't but, start but doing a TikTok video in the middle of the park. But that's what he does. No, no, but I don't get it. do I, it then. I, I, <laughs> just fuck off. Because <laughs> like he was brilliant. That pass he made outside of his boots. Oh my god. Yeah, it was, it was, lovely, it was a it? pass at the tournament. It was amazing. He was really, really good. But he that that's a pre-planned celebration. Do it at the final whistle once you've won. Yeah, but it looked weird, wouldn't it? The final whistle. No, you've won. Nah, what it looks weird, weird is I do going out on penalties I, to Switzerland. That's is it what, weird? That looks weird. <laughs> Damn right, it's weird. <laughs> I just thought they just let themselves down completely, and it's so yeah. weird. But it's I, such a weird way to go out. Don't don't have a don't have no left back, and then go let's change the whole thing. Go okay, I'll put a right back at left back like we did with Trippier, or go let's put a left midfielder at left back or a centre half at left back. Don't go got no left backs so I'm going to play a back three with Rabiot left wing with Griezmann in the three somehow up front I mean sorry in the middle of the part it, but they were, they were there they were there they were home and dry and yeah, they just they, completely switched off so you know they've only got themselves to blame and I look really stupid for picking them to win the tournament yeah, you do, so. you, you, you do uh, look stupid and then, and then yeah, now they get to miss out on a quarter final which is shaping up to be a, a bit of a strange one really you don't really know what's going to come out yeah uh, so so the, so the quarter final is Spain Switzerland and, and you know it's you would look at that on paper and you think, well, that's Spain's there for the taking, isn't it? But Switzerland look really good. I think they 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 would certainly think there's nothing for us to fear here. Well, they looked good for two games now. I mean, obviously Turkey aren't very good, but <sighs> whole two games, eh? Well, you know, it's what a it's streak. it's confidence though, isn't it? And I think that's that's them kind of switching on and going, well, hey, we're a bit better than this. And Xhaka fueled with all the Coca Cola in the world. Yeah, um, see him necking that bottle of Coke. Did, yeah, chinned it, absolutely chinned it. He did, so, didn't he? Um, <laughs> Do you, reckon he did that? Do you reckon he did that because he hates Cristiano Ronaldo? I have no idea why he did that. It's so odd. <laughs> um, but they, they've got a great chance. They just do the, Okay, then. Hit me with your prediction. Oh, there's part of me that just thinks uh, Spain will edge you. 2-1. 2-1. Yeah. In, in normal time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ryan? Spain. I know they both went to extra time, but... yeah. I mean, Jack is suspended, isn't he? That's a huge blow. Um, and I just think 
that took a lot out of them, that Friends game. So I'm going to say... I'm going to go another cracker. Oh, yeah. Three... Ooh, I was going to say 3-2. Three, 3-1, three, Spain. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go... Two one Spain. Oh, Spain all round. Yeah, yeah. I just I think I think less so physical energy for Switzerland, more so like they wouldn't have had in their minds would have had any thought of winning that game. I just wondered if it'll maybe just be one step too far for them. It's, it's, what they were really good at Switzerland was was winning the ball back from France and interceptions, yeah. and I think Spain will be a bit more savvy and just keep ball go backwards, go yeah. sideways. Yeah, yeah, everything yeah. will just be forward and. Are they playing at five o'clock in the heat? Difficult task, but yeah, seen, yeah, a lot, seen a lot of upsets in this tournament, and that's what it's been. It's for me, it's been the best Euros I remember. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the last Euros. I love them all. Yeah, but it's so much better when you know the gland is still in it. Yeah, that's true. Mm. The mighty England. Um, it's also being played at the Gazprom Arena. I mean, that doesn't really get the juices flowing, does it? The old Gazprom that, Arena. That's not a mecca, by the way. It, no, 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 certainly not a mecca. Um, Right, we'll have a one last break and then we'll wrap up with some listener questions. Yes. I'll tell you right now, I mean, the finish is excellent. Fantastic shit, the finish is excellent. But Thomas Holich, unbelievable run and having the composure at the end of it to knock it back into an area for shit. Welcome back. We're here with some listener questions. We had one. I mean, I mean this one's interesting. And I'm going to use interesting and inverted commas. So we had one on Twitter, which was uh, submitted to us by a dear friend of ours who was asking about Edison playing in midfield, which has been uh, sort of roundly discussed, I think, for a while. And, you know, oh, he could play in midfield. He's so good. He kicks it dead good. He could play in midfield as though, you know, midfielders just kick it dead far. Well, some of them do. Depends which manager you're under. Well, that is very true. Um, So that made me think, which of the teams left in the competition the last eight who could most do with him in the starting berth? Starting in midfield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Not in goal. Not the oh Copper America show. It's God. a Euro show. What's with this question? Oh, my eh? God. Who, um, get him in midfield. Who Rooney's could, up front for Denmark. Do you want Edison feeding him? Who could... Mm, <laughs> uh, who could do Edison midfield? I mean, maybe England, both of their centre midfielders are booked. Could we take Edison I mean, in there? Jack is out, isn't he? Yeah, Jack, yeah, Jack yeah, is out. Yeah, Jack yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Left-footed as well. Yeah. yeah. Jack, for Switzerland. What I would say about Edison, could you imagine them free kicks where you just lay it off to them? And smack it. it. Yeah. Absolutely smack it. But it'd have to be them goals that go like really, really far back so you get the effect. Yeah, like the ones at uh, World, the USA. Yeah. The USA World yeah. Cup. Um, who's, the you know, second listener question we've got, who's more shattered? You know, when you've been very interested in people being shattered, Ryan. <laughs> Who's more shattered, Kane in this tournament or Luka Modric in the last tournament? Luka Modric, mate, he's been shattered for years. <laughs> he, but st- he just pulls it out the bag because he he's like five foot and six stone. So his <laughs> shattered isn't like our shattered. Yeah, he's, my shattered definitely isn't like Luka Modric's no, shattered. But he doesn't yeah. wake up on a Wednesday morning having had seventy-two bottles of Corona. Like, I feel like when he retires, he's. He's just gonna like go on a beach somewhere and like sleep for like seven months. Hibernate. Yeah, just, just, just <laughs> Self-induced coma. Just, <laughs> just put just, him, He'll just go into a hospital and go. Can you just put me in a coma for like three years? I mean, wake up then ta- refreshed. Do Tottenham might have been his last tournament, but I think he'll be tempted by that World Cup. How old is he? Thirty-six. Thirty-five. Is he thirty-five? And the World Cup's next, Chris. So like eighteen months. He'll play. In a that. man of his age in that heat. Any, really? Anyone in that heat? Christmas will be snowing. <laughs> 
snows everywhere at Christmas. Um, That's not true. It's factually incorrect. <laughs> no, um, prove it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say Kane's carrying a knock more than he's shattered. And any thoughts? I think the Wales team are really tired from travelling around. Sorry. They haven't travelled, have they? Uh, haven't heard that mentioned. Yeah. Wait till we go out in Italy and we all fume. Because <laughs> we've travelled 75 miles. Uh, if England win, the headline will be, there's no place like Rome. Oh, big fan of that. But if they go out, yeah, you can see them blaming. Well, it wasn't even a... wasn't even a... a film on the on the plane or anything rubbish absolutely rubbish couldn't they, even settle in they said uh sorry there is someone on board with a we nut travel? allergy have we, have we gone? and uh we won't be saving peanuts on this flight have we are we already in rome at this no stage? we're in my house mate because i know germany didn't come to england till like the afternoon of the day before did they yeah that's because you couldn't train could they no so does anyone know the the situation with uh, i'll be completely honest with you mate I'm not keeping up with the England team's travel plans. Oh, we've got to pick him up on the way. Ooh, ooh, Maguire, we've got to pick him up. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, you're starting on the bench because you were late. Um, lads, I'm going to wrap us up there. Thank you very much for, for your time, for your thoughts, and a big thank you to you, the listener, for, for sticking with us today and joining us for another Euros episode. We're going to have a little mix-up next week, aren't we? We're going to be back early next week, early. Yep, we could be uh, very, very happy, very excited, or a little bit disappointed and sad. Yeah, we're going to come back early next week to have a little review of the, the quarterfinals over the weekend, and I look forward to next week's semi-finals. So that'll be out early next week. You can uh, have a little look on the Twitters if you want to find out more information about that episode. Our handle is at marking underscore man. And use the hashtag, where's the Euros, lads? <laughs> That's the hashtag, what are you laughing at? That's what it is. It's not though, is it? What's the hashtag now? Where's the Euros, lads? No, where's the talking, lads? We've all got to keep talking, talking about the Euros and talking about it coming home. That's very true. Could be coming home. Uh, and then on Wednesday, we'll be dropping another one of our interviews with uh, Tom Chapman from the Lions Barber Collective. So, something for everyone next week. And then we'll be back again on Friday to 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 talk about the final, which England will be in. <laughs> Should we just record an England-Italy preview now? Uh, no <laughs> stop just stop alright okay that's probably time for us to wrap up chaps thank you very much listeners thanks for joining us we'll see you again next week give me, give me a bit more give me a bit more I was just going for do it again do it again give me, welcome back Oh, welcome back. <laughs> Maybe not that well, but just give me Oh, a what look. a contrast to the previous <laughs> album. <laughs> okay. <clears throat>